Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. My name is Matt Scaff, and today we are going to talk about leadership. One of my big goals this year is to become a better leader. Being the manager at 10th Planet Decatur, as well as a black belt with lots of students, and I teach a lot of classes, and guys message me online a lot, I realize that it's something I need to get better at whether you know I like to be a leader or not. It's just a position I'm in. And so the first thing I did was I went to Barnes & Noble and picked up a couple of John C. Maxwell's books. I would highly recommend if you guys are into audiobooks, whether you know look up John C. Maxwell on YouTube, pick up one of his books. Incredible. The dude's a leadership guru. He's helped thousands and thousands and thousands of people become better leaders. And so first, I'm going to list his five levels of leadership. The first level is position. So people follow you because they have to. Often, that's what you see at a lot of jiu-jitsu gyms or just martial art gyms or it could be anywhere. The second is permission. This level is all about relationships. People follow because they want to. The third is production. People follow because of what you have done for the organization. The fourth is people development. People follow because of what you have done for them. And the fifth and the highest level, and the one that we should all be trying to achieve, is personhood. People follow because of who you are and what you represent. And so being the 10th Planet Decatur Manager, I'm the guy, if you're interested in learning more about 10th Planet, you're interested in coming in and trying a class, you're going to talk to me. The first thing that I do is I get guys to come in and kind of have like a 15-minute chat with me. I want to learn about them. I want to kind of see why they're trying to come to the gym, whether they're looking to lose weight, whether they're looking to learn self-defense, whatever it is. I want to see why they're interested. And then I want to prescribe them what I think they should do. So if someone, you know, let's say, for instance, a guy's coming in, he's looking to lose weight, he's 50 pounds out of shape. Most guys I'm going to tell in that situation to train twice a week. Come, let your body adapt. You don't want to you know, start too hard. And most people, I would never recommend more than four times a week at the beginning unless they just are moving in and have trained a bunch. After that, I take guys to try class. And then after they try class, we do live rolling. And then after the live rolling, I let them watch. And then we come back to my office. And if they're interested in signing up, we'd love to have them. If not, it's a free class. Well, often what happens... A guy will come in, and this happened actually a month ago. Guy comes in, he wants to tell me all about how he's going to be the next UFC star, how he's the perfect combination of athletics and smarts and brains. Like, he's just the perfect combination. In six months, he's going to take a fight. He's already planned everything out. I ask him, have you ever trained before? Well, he's never trained before. So I'm looking at the guy and I'm going, look, man, you've never trained before. I've been training for a long time. Let me help you. Let me just trust me. You know, you don't want to start off training six days a week. You're going to burn out. Start training three times a week. And then after a month, look to add a day. And then after a couple more months, look to add that fifth day and go from there. 
Start off with the beginner grappling classes. Don't think about mixing everything in right off the bat. You know, just slowly get into it. You've never trained before. That's what I recommend. Well, this guy was not having it. <laughs> and so he goes, he tries class. And at the end of class, as I mentioned, we never let guys roll on the first day. So there's three reasons that I tell guys uh, and three reasons they're paying us. One is for the instruction. Two is for the mat space. And three is for the training partners. And that's probably the most important. And so if on your first day, let's say that guy tries class, he live trains, and let's say he hurts one of our guys. We don't know him. I say, look, we don't know you. Let's say you hurt one of our guys. You just cost us money and then you don't sign up. You, well, you just cost us a lot of money. And so that's one of the main things you're paying for. Well, this guy, he ran up to me after class and was adamant that he was going to live train. He said, man, dude, I will sign anything right now. I'll sign any sheet of paper. Just let me live train. I need to test myself. I need to see where I'm at. How am I going to know, you know how much I've developed in six months if you don't let me live train today? So we let the guy live train. He rolls with a couple of our white belts and gets tapped six, seven, eight times. This guy runs out of the gym as quickly as possible. He puts his shoes on, and I never hear another word from him again. And this situation left me really angry and frustrated. I have realized in the past, and I have other situations like that, that has left me feeling like I've been kind of disrespected because I'm you know, trying to help this guy. I'm trying to lead this guy into, you know, reaching his goal. Maybe he could make the UFC or I'm trying to help him reach his goal of weight loss. Whatever it is, the guy doesn't want to listen to me though. And what I really realized is, is that I can't expect guys when they walk in first day to see me as a leader. I do not have a relationship with them. And that really shocked me. I realized that I have to develop relationships Okay, I can't use my position, which if you guys remember was that level one leadership was just position. I expect to have higher levels with everyone. And in certain cases, what I realized was is that I can't expect that without having developed the relationship first. And I realized and somebody told me, they said, look. Would you walk into a place and just let somebody lead you right off the bat? And I was like, dude, no way. There's no way I would do that. And it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, that's what I've been expecting from my students. I've just been expecting if you sign up at 10th Planet Decatur, I'm the black belt and I'm going to lead you. And I honestly haven't done anything to earn that leadership from them. Yes, I have the position and they have to listen to me to a degree. But true leadership inspires action. And how do these guys know that I'm going to inspire the right action? And so I've really been focusing on recognizing and looking at that, especially like just looking at those levels of leadership and realizing that I'm on different levels with everyone. There are guys here that are purple and brown belts that I've been coaching and teaching for a long time, and I inspire much higher levels of leadership. But then there's guys that have been training here three weeks that they might not even know my name or they just know me as Scaff and I'm expecting them to follow me into battle. And what I've realized is, is that without that relationship, the only thing that's going to happen is that I'm going to get frustrated when they don't follow. So for instance, when guys come on first day, 
I can't expect a lot of action. I can't expect them to just listen to me, as simple as that may sound. And I think often, if you guys, you know, especially for you guys in leadership positions, whether you're purple belts teaching class, whether you're, you know, a black belt, whether you're just a leader at your job, the guys we get most frustrated to uh, frustrated with are the ones that we have the worst relationships with. And it might not mean that we have a bad relationship. It's just mean that we don't really know them. We haven't led by example. They haven't seen us you know, lead by example. They haven't seen us, you know, what we can do for them. They haven't seen these positive things that we've done for other people. But since we've done it for other people in the organization or maybe in the class, we just expect them to have seen that and to just believe right off the bat. And that is just not the right way to go about it. And so what I'd recommend for you guys is to really, if you're trying to become a better leader like I am, is evaluate where you are with most of the guys at your gym. If you're a purple belt teaching class and you've got 10 students, remember, don't get frustrated with that guy on day one or don't be frustrated with that guy You know, if he doesn't buy in and maybe he stops coming to your class. Maybe you just didn't connect with him on that relationship level. Maybe, you know, maybe it's more your fault than his fault. <laughs> and that was something that was really hard for me because I just, I wanted people to follow me without having to do the work, without, I mean, especially the relationship work. And that's, again, that's only going to lead you to feeling frustrated, to feeling angry, and then to feel jealous if they're finding that somewhere else. And so I personally believe that good leaders in jiu-jitsu, guys that are going out there, guys that are making relationships and helping people and leading by example, that's is what's going to change the world. And so I'm really trying to commit right now to not expecting as much from guys that I'm on level one with or guys that walk through the door. And I'm going to hopefully build to a, a point where I'm going up to the second level and then the third level and I'm starting to see them light. And then maybe I'm going to make them turn into leaders at that level four to then where they can start doing what I did for them. And so I think the biggest thing I've learned from John Maxwell's uh, books is that leadership requires a lot more than having a black belt. <laughs>